0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning.
1: Good
0: morning. I said good morning.
1: Good morning.
0: People you are behaving like a bunch of old men and women. Oh, it's not a good morning. If it is not a good morning, I'm blessing you with a good morning. Good morning. I think we we should ask God so I will go back to 2018. Yeah, because you're not showing any excitement to be in a new year, a new dawn with a new hope for God to re-help you to restructure your life. You're all, most of you are bummed, like I don't know what's happening. So today I'm not going to preach I'm serious. I'm not going to preach. Last week, we started talking about the foundation for wisdom. And the whole of this month, possibly into next month, we'll be talking about foundation for wisdom. And this morning, I would attempt to introduce us to the basics of Christianity. You know, in this year of wisdom, one of the things that Dr. Otabe wants us to emphasize on is the basics. The very fundamentals of Christianity, and especially for us as teenagers, it's a lot more important that we understand the basics, the very fundamentals because sometimes we we, we want to know God but we, we don't know how to know God. We know some things, but we don't do it so we don't experience Him. Once in a while we have a special service as test us to know the reality of God. but then we go back to our lives and it's like as if nothing has happened. And it's one of the reasons why this morning, many of you are bummed. During the worship time, many of us, about 80% of us, were not singing. A few of us were just opening and closing our mouths, but we were not singing. There was absolutely no emotion. As if, I don't know, as if we were forced to come to church this morning. If you feel that you are forced to come to church, please take the liberty, if you wish, to go back home. I'm very serious. Don't be shy about it. Take the liberty. If because your parents are here, you cannot go home. Go and sit in the small room outside there. Let those of us who want to know God. Those of us who want to understand wisdom. Otherwise, I'm not going to preach. And I'm very, very serious about this. So if you will not go out because you, you feel that when you go out, you, your friends will identify you as from the other side. Or if you feel that I'm compelling you to stay, or for whatever reason, you have chosen to remain. I want you to get involved in all that you are going to do. Because this morning you're not going to preach. Why are you yawning? You didn't sleep yesterday. What are you doing? (laughs) The 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 current crop of youth with the teenagers, if you're not one, me and one. Okay. we have not had the privilege of experiencing some things of our fathers. So when our fathers and our mothers tell us stuff, it's like, what are they talking about? Something happened in the Old Testament when the Tabernacle was rebuilt, and there was a lot of noise, a lot of chaos, a lot of crying, a lot of shouting, and it was a mixed noise. Because the fathers and the mothers and the granddads and grandmoms who had seen and experienced the things of God in their youth in times past. They were weeping because in spite of the fact that the glory of God, the joy of God was being manifest and being revealed, they sensed that it was not like when they were young. And the younger people who had never experienced anything like that before it was such a great time of joy and rejoicing for them so they were screaming as typical teenagers shouting and happy happy in god and just having fun in him when the old folks were crying and they didn't also understand the over why are these people crying Sometimes in our walk with God, we get to that kind of stage where you have a mixed multitude with different backgrounds, different understandings of God, different revelations of God, different experiences But God is there and we are all his children, we are in his presence. So when some people are doing some things, you don't understand what they are doing. And when somebody is screaming and so happy, you the person's happiness doesn't make sense to you because you are in extreme pain. Very sad, very disappointed. And you are wondering what is going on. So, in this month, I'm telling you in advance because we are going to experience these kinds of things. Some of you will be happy and shouting while others are sad and crying. Others are very disappointed and others don't understand the commotion that is going on. I hope you'll be wise and you choose to experience the revelation of God And you choose to be happy. And you choose to rejoice in him. And you choose to experience his joy. And
1: you choose to experience and hope for the future. If that is your expectation this morning, I want you to lift up your voice and give a cry of victory. And shout the victory to our God. Because in this year of wisdom, you experience revelation. You experience his joy. You experience his miracles. And you know that the God of wisdom is my God. Le Patoria de Sayah, Ikalana, Nere, Lebabesia, La Paberia, Nosse, Lenna, do he has a teenagers in the house? How do he has a tinagas this morning? Eyakaya Nossa, Limpara de Manaha, Le Payade, La Parusana, Ikataya Nahana, Mandela Bosa the Bible sees says that he turned my sadness into rejoicing he turned my mourning into joy, he turned my sadness into dancing somebody lift up your voice give a shout of triumph a shout of joy Jesus
0: are still confused
1: stay in your confusion but those of us who know that this is going to be a good year we shall lift up a praise unto jehovah because we know that he said in the miracle working business he will turn my life around he will turn my life around he will turn my life around again because he's a covenant keeping god promises are true and he will say amen and yes because God he does not change the same God yesterday the same God today and the same forevermore
0: so you see when I tell you that I'm a teenager you understand where I'm coming from because I know I know I know I know I know. I know that my sins have been forgiven and if you don't know me, I know because the Bible tells me so and because my sins have been forgiven I can experience the joy of the Holy Ghost the Bible says that I don't like the sound of my voice I'm straining myself to my place the Bible says I'm still so straining myself the Bible says... The kingdom of God... Look, it's not in bread and butter... It's not in ten ones and 9 nine eights or whatever... It's not in first class...
1: But it's in righteousness... Peace... And joy in the Holy Ghost... If there's somebody in this place who has had his sins forgiven... Who knows the joy of the Holy Ghost... I want you to jump and scream and shout and express yourself in His presence because He has given me the joy of the Holy Ghost the joy of the Holy Ghost the joy of the Holy Ghost
0: we are talking about going back the basics. On the day of Pentecost, when Peter and Go had come out of their confession, that's why Jesus Christ came. And they began to believe that God will use them for something. They still did not understand how it was going to be and what it was going to be. But they chose to obey. So they gathered as Jesus Christ asked them to gather. He didn't give any further instructions. he just said, wait. So they were waiting. And in their confusion of waiting, they didn't know what to do again. So they decided to go democracy. But God was not about democracy. The Bible says at the appointed time,
1: when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they didn't know what was about to shake their world they didn't know what was about to shake the very foundations of their lives but the Bible says there was a sound as of a rushing mighty wind and all of a sudden there was like fire that spread and sat on every hand. and the Bible says they lifted up their voice they began to speak in other languages they did not know what was going on some of them were shouting, some of them were crying, some of them were just happy all the ghosts. They had absolutely no idea what was happening. They had absolutely no idea how their lives were going to be changed.
0: And the Bible says there were some people that were like some teenagers in Teen Chapel today. They didn't understand what was going on and they decided to get involved in stuff that they did not understand. And they said, don't mind these people. They are drunk. They are confused. They've lost their Jesus and they are so disappointed.
1: And Peter stood up in holy anger. And said, man, listen to us. It's
0: only nine o'clock in the morning. How can we be drunk? we are not out of our
1: mind that he took them to the scriptures and spoke from the old testament onto what had just happened and he said this is what was prophesied long ago and what you are experiencing this is what God promised about and the word of God says that, the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former is somebody ready for some new glory is somebody ready for some lack of miracles is somebody ready for some nothing changes in your lives? I am Take a seats.
0: If you are still confused, stay your confusion. But at least, listen to me. I told you that I would not be preaching this morning. And yes, I would not be preaching. Last week, I gave us an assignment. I don't know if you did it. Keep your hands up. Keep it high up. If I throw, I'll give hundreds every, every hand up. You raise it up properly. Okay, keep it down. Now, those who didn't do it, can you stand up for a few seconds? Don't be shy, there's, there's nothing about it. You know you didn't do it. Please stand up for a few seconds. There's no shyness about it. I mean, there's nothing to it. Oh, either, you too. All right. I told you I'm not going to preach, so very, listen very carefully to me. If you were not in church, that is fine. I understand. I didn't say you should sit down. If you're not in church, that is fine. I understand. But if I were you, even when I don't come to church, I'll find out what happened. Okay. Now those of you standing, I want to remind you, especially those of you who were in church last Sunday, I told you that what I was giving you were spiritual instructions. And when you choose to disobey spiritual instructions you don't get the benefits of the spiritual instructions. Did you understand what I just said? Are you sure? I'll say it again when you disobey spiritual instructions either deliberately or out of forgetfulness or for whatever reason it is still a disobedience. And when you do that, you don't enjoy the benefits of the instructions. Take your seat. I hope a word to the wise is very enough. Because I'm going to repeat some of the instructions. And that's all that you're going to be doing this morning i don't know whether we'll have enough time to finish the instructions if you don't we would continue next week but i want everybody to benefit from these instructions and that's why i'm taking my time to do this can you imagine if you lived in the day of Jesus Christ and you believed that he was the Messiah and you became one of his disciples and then he gave an instruction to go and wait imagine that for some reason you were not there now we know but imagine that while you were not there, something happened. And it was all over the news. It was on CNN, it was on internet, it was on every, everywhere. And apart from the news, people who were just like you, you see that something had happened to them as if overnight. You look at them and they radiated some radiance of joy and glory they had become suddenly so confident in life, bringing it to the age of teenagers. Somebody was struggling to make sure that he was not the last in class. Suddenly overnight, as a result of obeying the instruction of Jesus Christ, and as a result of this supernatural invading the lives of their friends, suddenly they don't know when they received wisdom and understanding in the subjects that they were struggling with suddenly they were competing with the sharks can you imagine how you will feel that is how it's going to be like in this year of wisdom when you don't obey spiritual instructions when you begin to see your friend's life turning around, some of you have believed the Bible. You have been talking to your friends about Jesus Christ. But you have never been able to cast out a demon. And you, you ask yourself, but ah, me to have the power, why can't I cast the demons out some? But because of disobeying spiritual instructions, you see your friends. When the children's service, because they obey spiritual instructions, you see them casting out demons left and right, and you look at them and say, "How did you do it?" They cannot explain, but they are doing it, and you wonder what happened because you disobeyed spiritual instructions. I said, "What we are—I'm going to be talking to you about in this month." I don't think there's anything new. They are basics, simple things. The fundamentals of living this new life. If you continue to disobey spiritual instructions by Easter, you'll see such a radical difference between your life and your friend's life. And to make you more confused, Are you listening to me? I'm talking to you now as a father, not as a teenager. Obey instructions. Those of you who were in church two weeks ago, I'm going to be using our auntie's glorious story to be the foundation of building foundations new foundations for wisdom in this year sometime last year we began to share with you about some supernatural testimonies and i made a declaration some, that some of these supernatural things are going to be commonplace some of you took it as a joke, or you took it as one of those things that I say, I know. But some of you took it seriously. Michael is not here, but I, sh- I shared with you, it's too much, I'm having too much feedback. I shared with you a testimony that he shared with me, and I made him come to share it himself. And these things are going to be everyday occurrences. The word of God tells us that our lives have been made to to be a sign and a wonder. In other words, things that you experience in life should be a sign to somebody pointing that person to Jesus. That is why God will make you a sign and a wonder. It's not for you to be proud. Because He wants somebody to understand the mystery of the cross. For those of you who you been in instructions to talk to your friends about Jesus, how many of you have had that experience when you want to talk to your friend? But you look at your friend now and say, ah, this girl, this boy too, can he be born again? Has it happened to you? I am a product of that. Before I became born again, those of you who have been the investees, you understand there's something we call missions, which is done every four years to make sure that they give opportunity to anybody who passes through the university, to experience the power of the word of God at least once in the time that they are in the university. Some of my friends are praying for me. They are praying for me and they expect expecting me to get born again. The mission came and passed. And then the prayer secretary of our hall, university hall, the famous Katanga Hall, the prayer secretary, he turned and looked at his friend. Tell me, I'm sure to can be born again. But here I am, many years later, pointing at this to the cross. Don't give up on anybody. Some of you cannot pray for your parents because you you feel that they are so wicked, they are so hard that there's no way God can save them. Am I speaking the truth? You are wishing that they'll change. But you who are supposed to be the change agent, you who are supposed to be a sign and a wonder to your parents, you don't even believe that your parents can change. So do you expect your dream to come true? We are talking about the basics of Christianity. Now I'm convinced that I cannot finish what I wanted to share with you this morning. And I don't want to do it in house too. I want to get to the end, at least today. So I don't know what to do. But we'll try. So, I want to look at back to basics. I ask you to read Psalm 119 before the Watch Night Service. I know some of you didn't read it. I'll give you an- another opportunity to read it before you sleep today, okay? But today, you want to look at um, We want to look at a few verses. It's not responding, so please help me. The bat is not even coming on. I don't know what's wrong. Okay. It's okay. So, shall we turn to Psalm 119? We we'll read the first eighteen verses. Check the the dongle; it's not responding. It was when it went off again. Okay. Psalm one hundred and nineteen. We're going to be talking about some very basics of Christianity, and Christianity begins with the Word of God, and that's the reason why I asked you to read Psalm 119. The Word of God leads us to understand that we are sinners, we're falling short of God's glory, and that's the reason why Jesus came. He came to die for us. That may I re-enter into God's glory when we believe in Jesus Christ, when we believe that he died for us. He can change our lives and give us another opportunity to live the God kind of life. And immediately we believe his word. He has a special gift package that he gives you, we call the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that launches you to begin deep Spiritual growth with God. But again, if you di- continue to disobey simple spiritual instructions, you will not live this growth. When you are growing as a Christian, you will know. The sad part is that once you are not growing, you are dying. It doesn't matter your age. Immediately you stop growing, <coughs> you are dying. But God wants us to continue to grow every day, and I pray that you follow the instructions that we give you, so that whatever happens in your life, you will continue to grow every day as a Christian. Psalm 119, read it from verse one. The whole of Psalm 119 talks about the Bible. Those are the word of God. In fact, there was somebody who read it, immediately read it. I mean, his mind went to certain things, and he raised a number of questions. That is the beginning of spiritual growth. When you read, something strikes you, and you want to understand. Because there will always be something that you don't understand. you used to be surprised you read a simple scripture that, like... For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish have everlasting life. And because you are obeying spiritual instructions and because you are growing, you read this scripture that you thought you knew so well. And you pause and ask, ah, what is the meaning of this? Do you understand what I'm saying? In other words, God will use anything, especially his word, to draw your mind to some things that will make you yearn for him more. This week I had some very amazing experiences which confess more to me about these supernatural manifestations that I'm talking about, the basics of the Christian life. What's the difference between you and Albert Einstein? What's the difference? It's a shark. You, can't you be a shark? What's the difference between you and Usain Bolt? Are you not all human beings? So don't you have the potential to run fast? You see, you haven't had the kind of revelations I've had, so you don't understand what I'm talking about. I don't know where I'm going. It's okay. By the end of February, I hope you begin to understand where I'm going. When we were in the university, we had one professor called Professor Aloti. How many of you have heard about Professor Aloti? I'm sure to verify. Hey, quite a number of you. Wow, okay. I wonder what you know about Professor Aloti. Or you just heard his name. Some of us, we have just heard his name. Professor Alote, he's passed on. He was a physicist. He was one of our lecturers. He didn't lecture me, but he was an uncle to a close friend. So we used to go to the house. And, and when you meet Professor Alote, I mean, there's nothing about him to desire him. He wasn't fashionable. He was old. And he was queer. His dressing was some way. But we knew that he was Professor Alote. Professor Alote shares a story about what, it, I mean, that guy, he travels across the world. He goes to Russia and America, like the way we go from Lashibi to Sakumono and then come back and go to uh, Lungua I mean, he just goes and comes like that. So sometimes he forgets where he is in the world. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because he just keeps moving up and down. There was one time there was a college of world-class physicists. And they had a meeting. And Professor Haldito was in that meeting. He went quite early, and when he went, he saw two younger physicists that were having some space debates, and they were disagreeing, and they were talking, talking. The one of them said, "No, according to Professor Haldane's you this and this." And no, and they were having a He listened to them for a long while, And he gave his verdict of the discussion they were having. One of them turned said, no, it cannot be. According to Professor Alote, he paused and stopped them and said, I am Professor Alote. I pray that in all your confused life, in all your uncertainties, in all the silly questions that we ask about life, God will pause you in your track and tell you, I am the wisdom. I am the knowledge. I am the power. I am the Alpha. And I am the Omega. And you will listen to Him and will change your understanding. That's the reason why we're going to do a lot of Bible reading. That's why we started talking about the quiet time, the basis of Christianity. We need to memorize Scripture. Some of you don't understand what. Last week, I gave you some scriptures to memorize. I'm sure some of you haven't memorized it, but it's okay. I'm going to introduce you to memorizing scripture. You have only 20 more minutes to go. So, and I haven't even started reading the scripture, before we even get to memorizing scripture. But we will memorize some scripture. In this month of January, you're going to memorize 10 scriptures. And some of them are very long. But we will do it. Yes. Because it's good for us. Do you realize that when we were in primary school, you didn't even know why we were going to school? I don't think anybody knew why you were going to school when you was in class one, or stage one, or grade one, whatever you call it, year one, whatever. You didn't know why you were in school. You went to school because your parents asked you to go to school, or because your guardians asked you to go to school. You have come to the school of Teen Chapel the school of the year of the wisdom you don't know why you are in the year of wisdom you don't know what you are about and your teacher is going to tell you something so listen and obey yet it's like a is for apple say it a is for apple you don't know what you are saying one day you understand what a stands for spiritual instructions just obey. You don't understand why you memorize scripture. You just learn it by heart. Even if you don't understand, just learn it by heart. Repeat it by heart. One day, that thing that you have memorized will come back to you with revelation and will launch you into the wisdom and the knowledge of God. You see, when you memorize scripture, a lot of you learn it by heart. It's like sometimes the choristers or the praise and worship team or all of us when we are praising God. We sing songs, we don't understand what we are singing. We are just singing, okay? We are just singing. I don't want anybody to feel bad, so I'm not giving the specific examples. But sometimes you are singing a song, you don't understand the song, but you are still singing the song. It's okay. It's good. There's nothing wrong with it. It's good. One day you sing the song, and ah, you just get revelation of what the lyrics of the song means. It will launch you into the wisdom of God. And that is why we meditate on scripture. Sometime during the month, we'll talk about what meditation really is. Meditation means thinking, pondering over. So after, you see, that's why it is good to memorize. Because if you haven't memorized, you need a hard copy Bible to keep looking at it. And sometimes when you are, you are looking at it, all you be doing is you just be reading. But when you are walking or doing whatever you are doing, and you remember that scripture that you have learned, like, ah, but this is what does it mean? What did God think of this? The scripture cannot leave you, and you think about it all day long. That's what you call meditation. And that's why you must memorize this. So all day long, wherever we are in the Trotsky, in the school, writing and etc., the scripture still keeps ringing in our mind. And it's when we meditate, as we meditate, that is where God begins to give us real revelation. L- Bible study is another thing, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure we talk about Bible study. Okay. But we are going to look at the basics. Wow. wow. 17 minutes to go, okay? So these are verses that we are going to memorize. Um <laughs> You don't need to write it down for today. We'll look at it again next week. But if you you are a fast writer, please write it down. Because we are going to look at all seven, and we are going to memorize all seven this week. All seven of them, we are memorizing them this week. And the next week, we'll add three more for the month of January. We are going to... At the end of January, we're going to write a quiz on these ten verses. If you don't come to church because of peace. Remember... Auntie Gloria did a quiz that was the beginning of her transformation of her entire life. So these are the 10 scriptures that we are going to be looking at. We'll circulate them on WhatsApp uh, during the week, and you can check it from your friends. um. We'll look at them again next week. Psalm 119, verse 130, shall we all read it together? And maybe this is the time to write if you want to write. Shall we all read together? Go. Again. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Open instructions. Psalm 119 verse 130. Open your eyes. You see how simple it is to memorize scripture. Did you really learn it? Or what did you do? You just said it, you chewed.
1: <laughs> you didn't
0: chew it. Because I didn't ask you to chew it. You just read it a few times. And because you are focusing on me, as you read it, you were thinking about it. And because it was not too long, as you were thinking about it, you could remember it. And that's how you memorize scripture. I tell you, if you don't keep reading this scripture, by the end of the day, you would have forgotten it and you will, not be saying it from mem- you will not be able to say it from memory. That's why you need to keep reading it and reading it and reading it until it becomes part of you. Without thinking, you just memorize it. You know what that, that verse says? It says those who are simple, God gives them understanding through his word. It bring, The word of
1: God brings light. The darkness that you have been struggling with in maths, the formula that you cannot remember, you cannot even understand. As the word of God permeates your life, you begin to receive understanding. You, the one that was simple-minded and you could not understand maths, The word of God brings wisdom to understand maths. You don't understand how it works. But
0: obeying spiritual instruction and the Holy Spirit does the rest. Auntie Gloria, the first, This was the scripture that changed her life. One of the scriptures that changed my life, and I always remember, I've shared it so many times here, and it's a scripture that everyone knows. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? It changed my life forever. And it was at one of the there were moments in my life when I was even contemplating suicide. I know some of you have thought about suicide. Because you see, life is getting too hard for you. You haven't started life and you say life is too hard for you. But the reason why that happens, it is normal with teenagers. Every teenager goes through that. But while you are going through these struggles, when you don't allow the word of God to enter into your life, you don't gain understanding. And in your stupidity,
1: you hear
0: the voice of the devil, end it all. And you believe that word. And you feel like doing it. I was chatting some people this week about three of them and all of them were talking about a similar subject and i knew because they were at that stage of their life where they were struggling with their hormones struggling with boyfriend and girlfriend issues if one of them we had had a series of chats over a long period of time and she told me that she had decided to break up. And then she was having struggles with how, after the break up, she was still having some kind of struggles. You as if you are we going through. As what well is not love? And as she went on, I told her, I know then before she even says what she wants to say, I tell her some of the things that she's thinking of. And she says, Uncle, you are right. And then at a stage, she said, I deceived myself that I had broken up with him. I said, yes, it's true. I know. It's part of growing up. There's nothing wrong with it. But when you don't allow the light of the word of God," come into your life through his word. You believe all kinds of deceptions. And you follow your deceptions. Thank God, after our very lengthy chat, she began to understand. That is how we encourage you. Get close to facilitators. Some of you have never talked to a facilitator before. You want to keep all your issues to yourself. Some of you are still afraid of me. Why? I don't know. And some of you are afraid of some of the facilitators. There was one typical example. I will not mention her name. But I was sitting there after service. Then she was passing by. And I called her. Say, hey, Jesus. Haven't they said anything? But just because I called her, she says, Look, she was virtually literally shaking. So she came. And we chatted a while. I said, so, Oh, I are afraid? I just wanted to talk to you. So we chatted a while. We haven't even chatted that much. In fact, we, it was only on that day that we chatted a little. But that small chat, the word of God permitted into her life. Light came into her life. Now there's no Sunday, in fact there's no time that she will come to church and she will not confidently come to me to come and say hello. I wish the person will share her own testimony at the right time. I don't know too much about her. She doesn't know too much about me. But from, hey Jesus, to now, I mean, look when she comes, you can see confidence in her face. Some of you say you are afraid of God. I pray that when God calls you, you don't
1: hate God. (laughs) I'm afraid. I hope that you will come. Let him say one word into your life and everything about you will change. And you
0: deserve to be with him all the days of your life. The entrance of your word gives light and it gives understanding to the simple. Let's see if you can take two or three Shorter, other shorter verses and then we'll uh, bring it, we'll call it a day for today. Psalm 119 verse 11. Shall we read it together? Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Again. If you are in Calvary Temple, you don't know this verse. And I just, I just don't want you to just know the verse, not just a paraphrase. Know where it is. Psalm 119 verse 11. That word I have hidden in my heart that I will not sin against you. There is no way you will not continue to struggle with your emotions, struggle with studying, struggle with laziness, struggle with disobedience to your parents, unless you hide the word in your heart. That means memorizing the word. That means thinking about it. That means searching the word. Finding an answer in the word.
1: When you get that answer, hide it in your heart. It will bring light
0: and give understanding to you in that area of your life. Psalm 119, verse 11, go. Psalm 119, verse 130. You see how memorizing scripture is so simple? It's not as difficult as you think. Even when you have long scriptures, when you, have, you are going to have some long scriptures. Just take it piece by piece. Please read it. Understand. Read it again. Understand. Read it again. Close your eyes and read it. I say it. It it has come. You see, as you read it, it begins to have more meaning. You begin to gain understanding. That is how the word of God changes us. The Bible says, let us be renewed in our mind by the word. That's how transformation comes. So don't be afraid of the word of God. And don't be afraid of facilitators. You're not as difficult as you think. We are nice, so all the facilitators, we are cool. Yes. All, right. all right, the next one. Psalm 119, verse 18. Go. Open my eyes, that I may see what is face of your This is a verse that must be your prayer every day. Any time you take the Bible to read, remember this verse. And that's why we are memorizing it. In fact, I like the King James version, but you know, ICGC 14, uh, Omega Genesis, you are using the new King James. But this particular one, I like the King James. So those of you like the King James like me. Open down my eyes that I may behold wonderful things in your word. Whichever one you like, memorize it. Open my eyes that I may see wondrous things in your word. Open down my eyes that I may behold and gaze all wonderful things in your word. Psalm 119 verse 130. Psalm 119 verse 11. Psalm 119 verse 18. Some
1: of you don't like that. king just
0: say, open down my eyes. I behold wondrous things in a word. We'll take the last one and bring the service to a close. I'm going to show you how very easy and simple it is to memorize a long piece of scripture. And this scripture, every child of God must know all of it. Even if, if you mix the, 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 the exact wording, you must know very detailed paraphrase. But for teacher, we are not going for paraphrase. We are chewing the whole thing. And we are memorizing and thinking about it until we understand it. Verse 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. That's verse 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And the word was God. You need to understand the weight that God himself gives his word.
1: The word of God is outside of time. God is the word and the word is God. And the
0: word was with God. Before time began, the word of God is. God is before time began. In fact, God does not exist in time. God exists outside of time. For those of you who study science, as you increase your knowledge in science, you understand the importance of being out of time. Maybe next week I'll show you a video about what it means for God to be outside of time. And what the relevance of that is. Everything in nature today is controlled by time. Memorizing scripture. So, verse 2. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. Oh, hold on. If you learn you, that, you, you get confused. True, a little at a time. All things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. So before time began, in the beginning of time, he made. He created all things by his power. All things were created by him. Without him was nothing made that was made. So you see the sequence. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was, was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. Without him, nothing was made that was made. You see, you need to follow the, the sense, the sequence, the logic of the story. And Then memorizing it becomes easy. Even if you miss the sequence of the words, you know the flow of the story. I wish we have memorized all of it, but because of time, we'll, we'll, we'll pause here for today and wrap up and then close the service. In him was life, and this life was the light of men. You understand why the entrance of his word brings light to the simple and brings understanding? In him was life. So if you have Christ, you have life. In the word is life, and this life is the light of men. And this light shines in darkness. And when it shines in darkness, the darkness cannot stand. The darkness cannot comprehend it. When the light of the word of God shines in your life, darkness flies away. And he continues. He begins to now talk about what he's saying about this word. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light. That through that light... All men will believe. This is on the end of the vessel. So we are going on. Please scroll it for me. This thing's messing up. Okay. Verse 8. verse 8 for me. I don't want to read I want us to read it together. Okay. Open your Bibles. The Scripture says that He was not that light, but he was just sent to bear witness of that light. That was a true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, but the world did not know him. He came to his own and his own didn't receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the power or the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. The next verse. And this word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of one begotten of the father full of grace and truth. John bore witness of him and cried saying this was he of whom I said he who comes after me is preferred to me he was before me and of his fullness we have all received grace and for grace. This week, I'll tell you more about grace for grace. There are levels of grace. Through Jesus Christ, we keep receiving grace for grace, grace for grace. Take time to read the scripture. Don't read it from beginning to end. Read it in verses and link one verse, link one story to the other. Take it about two or three at a time. Then add another until you have said it so many times. You are able to recite from verse 1 to verse 18 from memory without looking at the scriptures. That's how we memorize scripture. But this morning, this first Sunday of the year, if you are here with us, and you know in your heart that you don't know Jesus, you've never called upon the name of Jesus. You may be confused as a teenager going through the chaos that I describe of some people, you may be confident to yourself, you may be a dadabee, you may come from the ghettos, it doesn't make any difference to God. We just talk about the father, the entrance of God's word brings life and gives understanding to the simple. If you have never called on Jesus, hold every eye closed. If you've never called on Jesus, don't be shy, don't be afraid. If you've never called on Jesus and want Jesus to change your life. I want you to stand up. I want to pray for you this morning. You've never called upon Jesus. And you need Jesus in your life to change you. And to bring his light into your life and to bring transformation to your life. I want you to stand up. Is there anybody? Don't be shy. Don't be afraid. You may be the only one. It doesn't make any difference. God calls us one by one. You were born alone to this earth, you will die alone and you will face God alone. We are talking about your future and your destiny. Anybody wants to call upon the name of Jesus this morning? Father, we thank you this morning. We pray that you open our eyes that we we'll behold wondrous things in your way as we make up our mind to read Psalm 119 again, and as we journey in the book of the Bible, reading from Genesis all the way through Revelation, open our eyes, that we'll behold wonderful things in your word. May your word bring light and understanding into our lives. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Next week when we begin to talk more about the basics of Christianity, going back to the basics I'll begin to show you from the book of Proverbs why you must read the Proverbs everyday. I really wanted to end on that note today I gave an instruction last week for those who don't know everyday read one chapter of the book of Proverbs takes about 3 minutes to read it's, it's not long at all how many really of you read it yesterday? Wow, this is disappointing. But when you continue reading, you understand why I say you read it. So today is the 6th of January. So today we are reading chapter 6. If you like before, when you get to read chapter 6 before you eat. minutes. Some of you, even between the first service and the second service, you can read it. So much. It's so simple. But how these proverbs begin to bring wisdom into your life? You understand? God bless you. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Please let's do it better. Aren't we blessed by what Uncle Biso has taught us? Amen. Please, we are taking our. Cornelius' offering. Please let's prepare our offering. We are taking our Cornelius offering. The choir said they are on leave. Please let's let's pass the baskets around. Let's take our Cornelius offering. Whilst we take it, I'll share something very short with you. I read something once on giving. I don't know whether most of us know what the Cornelius offering is for. It's, it's supposed to support the needy ones amongst us. Some people aren't privileged enough to have their parents supporting them in school. And I read a Bible verse. There's a Bible verse for everything. I read a Bible verse. It's in Proverbs. This proverb Proverbs that I say we should read. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 17. And it says, every time you give to the poor, you make a loan to God every time you give to the poor you make a loan to god don't worry you'll be repaid in full for all the good you've done so as you give to the needy as you give to the poor as you give to people that are in need you are making a loan to god not to a human being it's to god i know some of us i see it that Cornelius offering time just pass the baskets on 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 you're saving your money to go and buy things downstairs I see them buying this sausages and things and there are people that I need so let's remember this when we give to the poor we are making a loan to God and he will repay you it says you will be repaid in full for all the good you've done amen and also as an advertisement the spring roll and samosa we sell and all of that it still goes to that same cause supporting the needy supporting those that need financial assistance for school and all of that so please when you see us don't pass us by it's very tasty just it's just two cities two Ghana two I know it's you might think you say I don't have money I don't have money but the money is in your pocket going is for other things somebody needs that amen thank you so much for your time this morning please let's be on our feet Father, we thank you for a wonderful service. We thank you for your word that brings light into our lives. Thank you for teaching us that your word...